our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Welcome to Dad Crossing, a podcast about turnips, apparently. Today, we'll be chatting about our thoughts on the May Day event so far, uh, Tom Nook's Maze Islands tour, and the art-dealing pirate Red. Our Dad Crossing is proudly part of the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. And with me today is Nick Blaster Medsker. Hey, may the fourth be with you, I tell you. That's good. That's quite a mouthful, Blaster Metzger. Yeah. Say that five times fast. Also joining us is Sean Vitamin S Abbott. Hello, good morning. Um, I'd say May the 4th be with you, but it's now May the 5th, so May the 4th have been with you. This is it's revenge of the 5th to you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, even better. <laughs> And I'm Dan, my dude, Caparello, which is a recent nickname that uh, I'm very, very proud of, quite, quite proud of that. And of course, today we have our guest community member, uh, Jason Frosticles Frost. How are you today, sir? Yeah, I'm not too bad today, guys. Or uh, you could call me uh, Mr. Pie, as my villagers like to say, which I don't. <laughs> <laughs> How did you come up with that name? Uh, I I don't know. One of my villagers just ran up to me t- today, yesterday, and went, I like the name Mr. Pie. Can I call you that? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. Because you always say yes, of course. Yeah. That's hilarious. I like Smart that. Well, well, Jason, let's get to know you a little bit before we jump into the podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a dad. Got two young daughters, seven and three. And during this lockdown, my God, they're keeping me on their toes. Um. In terms of games I'd like to play, I'm I'm quite a mixed bag, to be honest with you. Fairly recently, it's been more the, the big heavy JRPGs, um, Xenoblade and Dragon Quest. Um, and then I wasn't going to get Animal Crossing because my history of Animal Crossing was I, I dipped in in the GameCube days and I was a bit like, this isn't for me. And then never really had an interest in going back to any of them. And then now being part of this community, hearing you guys constantly going on about it. And then with the introduction of this podcast, I was like, ah, oh, it's locked down. I'm going to get it for my daughter, who's never touched my Switch before. I'll let her have a go, give her something to do while she's off school. And I played it for five minutes and I was hooked. It's my game now. Yes. <laughs> yes. One of us now. That's it, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So well, you've become, you've become very active in the community, so thank you for that, and just always throwing up turnip prices and items that you find. So, um, so just thanks for being part of the community and, and hanging with us tonight. Yeah, no problem. I'm loving it. And um, hey, to all of our listeners out there, if you have Twitter, guess what? We also have Twitter. It's interesting. It's fun. Uh, Nick is on there posting cool stuff that he finds, posting all of his interesting adventures terraforming at 3 a.m um so go on there follow us at ndad crossing and uh, come check us out we are having a blast you're welcome to 
join us. So with that, let's jump into our first little bit of Animal Crossing news, if you can, if you can call it news. Really, we're going to recap some of the events of the late April, early May stuffs that have been going on. The first thing we're going to do is talk about our thoughts on Earth Day, Leaf, and oh my goodness, my island is now covered in shrubs. I don't know what to do with myself. Every time Leaf shows up, I buy five of everything he sells because I'm like afraid that it's never going to come around again. I don't know what the rare shrubs are, so I'm just buying everything, planting them everywhere. My island is a veritable botanical garden at this point. Um, you see, buying five of everything is rookie numbers. I buy 20 of every <laughs> Oh, see, I thought I was the guy. No. <laughs> no. no the, the, I, the botanist over here, Sean, is the one who's got all the, all the, all the tips. Yeah. I mean, every path I have is lined with a different type of shrub, and it's a one color, next color, one color, next color. So it'd be like white, pink, white, pink, white, pink, or blue, purple, blue, purple, blue, purple, all the way along, everywhere. It's not very often that there's a solid color. So let me ask you this, Sean. Do the shrubs procreate like the flowers do, or do they? is it just like trees? No, it's just like trees. They literally, the, I think it's azalea that's currently in season. So they're the only ones that have sperm any flowers on. I'm assuming the holly will be in winter. Um, oh, tea. I was wondering that because I planted a ton of holly and they're just green. And I'm like, well, this yeah. is disgusting. Why did I do this? It's the same thing with a hydrena. Yeah. They're still green. Um, but they do bring, you get like the snails come on them. Butterflies are attracted to them. So they are good to have on your island if you're after bugs and catalog, not cataloging, um, completing your critopedia. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Jason, how has Leaf been treating you? Uh, yeah, again, not too bad, to be honest with you. I'm like you guys, I'm buying up 15, 20 at a time, but they're just sat in my storage because I, I can't get a perfect island layout. I can't get my hands on terraforming. I just can't get to grips with it. Which is a shame, really, because you guys, you know, you're up till 3 a.m. changing your island, and I'd love to do it, but I just yeah. don't have the eye. Let's be clear. Nick is the only one up at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I love the theme on this podcast where I say something that I think is really impressive, and then everybody else is like, oh, that's cute, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> We've been buying 20 of every shrub. So I'm in Jason's camp, actually. I, I have bought a ton. I buy, I buy about 10 of each because... I don't know. I just feel like I should. And then instead of planting them like you guys, actually, they're not in my storage. If you walk in my house, they're all right at the front door because I have nothing better to do. So just drop them there. There are all these bags of shrubs just sitting there at the front door because I'm like, I don't know. And my intention is that I'm going to go in there, pick them up and plant them like real soon. But it's really not on my list of things to do, and I don't care enough. So they just sit there at the front door. So, But I do love the idea. I love the fact that they're there. And every time I think I have them all, like today, uh, Leaf was at my son's island, and there was camellia, I believe it was, shrubs. Yeah. I had not seen them, and I was like, oh, new shrubs. I got to go buy 20 of each, or 10 of each, so I got to go buy 20 more shrubs. I so, will tell you. Yeah. Go ahead, Jason. I think the, the shrubs I've seen so far, you've got holly, camellia, oh, uh, God, is it hyacinth? No, that's the flower. Flower. Um, Hydrangea. Hydrangea. Hibiscus. Hibiscus. Um, and there's one more, but I can't think. Uh, Azalea. 
that's the one, no. isn't it? I've only seen the four types so far. So I think I've got hibiscus, azalea, holly, olive tea, camellia. I think there's six. I'm not sure. Well, what thought, but... Yeah, I thought I've heard bit, there are six. I'm a little bit more like you, Nick, where like I don't necessarily have a plan yet for what I'm doing with all of these shrubs, but I don't keep them in my house. I go figure out a place to plant them. I go put them somewhere. The problem is they're, they are annoying in the sense that they are like trees. So it's not like flowers where you can just like, ah, pop, 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 you know, and I can just run yeah. over them or like, you know, walk over them and, and I'm fine. If I, I mean, don't you these... have paths? Don't you have paths in your town? It's not simply. Yeah, just line your paths. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if I put these all over, then I'm stuck following that one, that one path. I can't like diverge off because I have a tree or some yeah, type of you... obstacle in the way. You got to commit. You got to commit to your town. You know, you got to commit to your paths. I thought I, when we do the Ireland tour, you'll see when we eventually get around to doing our Ireland tours, you'll see that in mine, wherever you need to come off the path to maybe get to another part, there's lots of little pathways to different parts of the Island for mine. Or if you need to get to a pond, there's a little dirt path in the middle of the shrubs. So you just off on the dirt path and then there you go. You get to where you need to be. Yeah, so it, that's kind of what mine's slowly, like too. Slowly getting there. So I started at the top of my island and working down to terraform everything into place. But I like to keep it, as the British people do, ready for the Queen coming. <laughs> it's always neat and tidy. Awesome. That's great. So let's move over to the next May Day event, which is the May Day Tours, which I thought was super cool. Nick, what, what were your thoughts on the May Day Tour? Um, I loved it. I think the whole puzzle aspect of that tour is fantastic. Uh, side side note story for me, I'm sure this did not happen to many people. My purple Joy-Con, uh, I found out, which is odd because I just got it in December, does not register down all the way. So I spent the first 10 minutes thinking that I had no idea what to do because I couldn't jump over those holes in the beginning. And I was like, oh, they must, why can I not do this? And I was thinking because that branch was in the, in the front of them that it wouldn't allow me to. So I kept trying to do that and it wouldn't do it. I spent 200 nook miles resetting my island um, both times, thinking that I had done something wrong, feeling dumb. And then finally it did it. It registered it one time. And I was like, wait, why did it just do that? And I didn't do it before. So I changed out my Joy-Con and sure enough, found out that you can do that but my purple Joy-Con doesn't register down all the way. That's the That's first rough, time I've dude. ever seen that. Yeah. That's so, rough. I'm sorry. Yeah. So minus that, um, I thought it was great. I loved how it almost had it, it a Mario feel to it where it was like, you can beat it, but then if you want to like go the extra mile and really beat it, 100% it, you can do that, and they gave you a little extra to do <laughs> that. And I thought that was great. Yeah, it was super cool. And, and it really tested your knowledge of how the mechanics in the game work. You know, like, uh, it's a little bit of a spoiler, but, but um, not digging up the tree stumps and just hopping on them and sitting on them instead to get around them. Like, that's such a genius thing. And, like, knowing how to, like, craft stuff and, like, what materials you needed and what order to do it in and that you needed to eat the fruit to pull up the, the, um, the stumps or to pull up the rocks. Um, I thought it was, was so, so, so fun. I wish there were more of them. I want to do another one. I really thought there was going to be more. I really thought we were going to have like one a day or something like that. So I was shocked. Did you see our good friend, uh, Nintendo guru 
uh, started his late at night, got really tired, and decided he would come back to it the next day, not knowing that that wasn't an option. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, he was, no. Yeah. He was a good sport about it. He wasn't, it wasn't too, at least not on Twitter, it wasn't too man, but yeah. Uh, he poor totally Bobby. Lost it. Yeah. Poor Bobby. He was probably pissed about that. <laughs> probably was. <laughs> um, Jason, Jason, did you do the Mayday tours? What did you think? Yeah, I did. I'm in the same same boat as you guys again, to be honest with you. I, I did enjoy it. But it, for me, it was too short. I, I got through it pretty quick, which surprised me because I'm maze illiterate. Um, but yeah, like you guys, I would love to have had one per day or something like that would have been good. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for the same. Um, I waited because while we've been on lockdown, we've been alternating lines with the wife. So because I had not been at work as much. Um so I kind of like waited for her to get up and I was like, quick, go on, you need to wake, you need to come down and do the main tour. And so like we did it together. I got all the vouchers. I did it all where she nice. made a, an error. She didn't, I mean, she picked the fruit up, but she used it at the wrong time. So she couldn't destroy the last rock to get the other five vouchers. Um, and she was absolutely good. <laughs> so she was hoping, oh, I'm hoping that there'll be another one tomorrow and I'll be able to get all the vouchers. And no, no. But yeah, it was, it was good. I liked how it tested your knowledge. Like you guys said, tested your knowledge on the game. But for me, my thoughts on it were with Jason that it was a bit short. I'd like to see longer ones in the future and more technical ones because I think that'd be interesting. I'd, I'd want to be able to think, oh, I've not done it right. I need to restart it. <laughs> I almost want to make my own, you know? Yeah. But it's a little technical. That. And they did some things they did some things that you can't do. Like you wouldn't be able to do the whole DIY thing because in a real island you just kind of have your entire inventory available to you of DIY recipes. So you need to you need to do something a little different. Um and I have seen some people make little puzzles, like Zelda puzzles and stuff on their islands. Um but this was a lot more elaborate. I actually finished it. I finished it. And then I realized that I made a mistake because I couldn't get the second reward. So I reset it and I did it again so I could get the second reward. So I cheated a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I will say one of the things I think we haven't talked about for people who are big fans of Animal Crossing, the ending is kind of special. Because there's this beloved character, um, to some extent, in the community. No that spoilers. We, uh, yeah, that we have not seen. And he's there. And it's just, it's great. I mean, it's really great that they that they did that, and so I know we're not we're not talking about it probably because we don't want we don't want to be that spoiler. But just FYI, you know, there was that that was heartwarming enough for me to make to make it all worth it. Yeah, I'm hoping my boy Porter gets something like that at some point too, because uh, that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about red. Um, what the what the hell? Um, I've <laughs> I've had one dealing with him so far. So obviously, he shows up on the first day. You speak to him. He tries to fob you off with a painting for four hundred and fifty thousand bells, which you instantly say uh, no. Um, he disappears. You get the upgrade for the museum, and on the day that you're refurbished museum opens he comes back again and you speak to him to get access to his boat since then i haven't seen him 
I've seen him one time since then. Um, and I went on the boat and I cheated. I went online and I looked up like, you know, how to tell the fake paintings from the real ones. I am 0% interested in putting fake paintings anywhere in my island or in my house. So I just don't want them. So I looked it up and everything on his boat was fake. So um, I was kind of like, all right, well, screw you, Red. I'm leaving. I don't even know why you exist. Bye. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to visit him again when he comes back. Hopefully at some point something real shows up, but that's where I'm at with Red right now. Was the statue fake as well? Then? I didn't have a statue. Oh, okay. Maybe I, I mean, did. My David statue was fake because it was holding history books, so that was pretty obvious. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have to look that one up. <laughs> Yeah, the painting ones are really, really like minute details that I don't need. Like an art history person would probably get it, but not your lay person who like barely knows art, like me. So being in Dad Crossing and being that we're all quarantined, uh, me and my wife have had some fun with this since my son, who is six, is part of this. And so we 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 cheat, but not like we don't go to a site that says this painting, this painting. We go to the museum. And we look up the real painting, and then we compare the two of them. So if, if you got kids and you, that are playing this, it's a really good way to be like, hey, this is a real painting, and here is the other painting. Can you see the difference? And so my son actually, you know, I helped him out, I, and he loves, he absolutely loves the, the books where it's like, find two Santa hats or find two skateboards in this gigantic picture, you know, kind of like the Where's Waldo's kind of things. And so he loved it. He glammed onto it immediately. He was like, I think this one's real, Dad. And I, my wife and I looked at it and we were like, oh, I think he's probably right. And I was like, all right. I was like, well, you purchased it. And sure enough, he was right. It was a real painting. Um, so if you, in the world of teaching your kids in this quarantine, um, that's, that's a fun way that you can kind of get a little art history into their day. That is cool. really cool. Yeah. What about you, Jason? What do you think of it? Um, yeah, exactly the same. He's popped up on my island, like Sean, the once after the update to the museum. Um, I managed to work out and cheat a little bit which one was real. Um, the only other dealing I've had is he was at my sister's-in-law's island. Mm. So I, I whipped over there. She had obviously bought the real painting and all the rest were fake. I was... I think it would be nice if maybe every now and again he not has all fakes because that's just annoying and a waste of time, but perhaps has more than one real item because otherwise we're going to be here for years doing this, trying to get, trying to collect. And I want my museum perfect. You know, I've got all the fossils. I'm up to date with the Cryptopedia. And uh, I have no control on this. <laughs> You're a madman. You're a madman with the Cryptopedia. I'm, I'm, I'm just so not not about filling that museum i'm more about terraforming and making things pretty but i i applaud anyone who's going for it because it's it is a feat i just can't terraform if i could do that that probably would take my time <laughs> <laughs> takes a bit getting used to for sure yeah you think you just i mean we're kind of off on a tangent so i won't go real deep, but you do just kind of have to do it. Like that at first I just spent a lot of time terraforming the back part of my, of my Island, making this football field. And I was really nervous. I was like, 
kind of like, you know, but I don't like it, but I do like, I do like, and now I'm going to just like rip it all up. And I'm, that's like, you just got to rip off the band. You just got to be like, all right, I'm just going to rip into this Island and do it. And yeah, be- there you go. Because, because you, there is sort of, when you think of something you want to make, there's a little bit of a methodology to it. You can't just like go in and start digging holes because you don't, you might, I ran into a problem because I was trying to build the boat um, that I submitted as my uh, monthly mayhem submission for like the house contest thing. And the problem I kept having was like, Oh, you know, I want to build a wall here, but there's water there. So I have to build, I have to build around the wall, then build the wall, then get rid of the path that I made. So if, and I realized like, Oh, if I had just kept the, the path there the whole time, I could just build around it and it, I would be done. So there's a bit of a methodology to it. And once you kind of understand that you sort of plan in your head, like, okay, here's the steps I have to take. So I don't have to like keep using my ladder a hundred times to go up and down this cliff to make what I want. Um, but it is, yeah, it, it is pretty confusing to know like, okay, what exactly am I doing? Like, can I like, what exactly does building a cliff mean? And like, you know, your third layer of cliffs have to have, more space around them than your second layer of cliffs. And it's like, there's a lot you have to kind of just learn by doing. So I don't blame you for not diving right into it. Um, but you're right. That was a tangent, Nick. And now we're going to move on to community questions. But I wish we had a, a song right there. We don't. You, you do. We do. It, you now just we did do. it. Yeah. I did job. it. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Perfect. You're welcome. Um, and, uh, as always, we want to take the time before we answer any of the questions to thank all of our Patreon fans of the Nintendo dads for sharing their views and questions with us on the Nintendo dads discord, which is packed full of dads and fun and awesome conversations of, of all kinds. You know, we're just, sometimes we're just there supporting each other because COVID sucks. That's live. Sometimes there's a whole thread of just that. And it's amazing. Um, no, it's true though. This Discord has gotten so big that it like it was one channel and now it's three. Is that the right number? The three? Yeah, yeah. yeah just the, just the dad crossing part is broken yeah. up into three now. Yeah. So like <laughs> it is. It's always moving. There's always somebody talking about something, random or not, on on the Discord. So it, come and join. It's worth the price of admission alone. And we're also on Twitter, as I mentioned before, and all the other socials. Um, and you can join up with as little as, as little as little as a dollar a month. And actually the month of May is a free month. If you want to come check us out for free, the Nintendo dads are doing that for us. And then, um, you will be charged whatever your tier is first of June. So do that. Come hang out with us on discord and some of the fine folks on discord sent us some questions. And we're going to start off with Johnny Blanco, the Blanc who gave us this question that is going to take a long time to answer. So just be prepared for that. And it is, what are your current goals on your Island? And I'm going to keep us to one goal because we all have this multitasking problem on animal crossing where nothing ever gets done. So one goal, like your main goal in the, in the game right now, what is it? Sean go. Flowers. I am still chasing <laughs> in one word all, <laughs> all the hybrid flowers. So um, I'm I think I've got the 
variant. I've got all the different variants of all the different flowers ready to get the most uh, rare ones. So for the roses, I've got all I've got black roses enough to make the second red rose. I'm just waiting for my golden um, watering can, and then I can make the golden roses. Golden uh, roses. Golden roses. Did not know that was oh. a thing. Yep. <laughs> so that's that is it. That is what I'm chasing. At most more than anything else, the terraforming and everything comes second to. I wake up every day and think, oh, I'm going to do this. Um, but the the main one is every day I'm in digging up flowers. I literally carry a garbage can around with me at all times. It's in my inventory at all times. So drop that down, start doing a bit of gardening, chuck away the ones that I don't want because selling them doesn't make enough money to warrant traveling back and forth to a nook's cranny. So I just chuck them away um, <laughs> and then spend an hour doing that every day. And then, yeah. Yeah, I thought about calling you out on this, Sean. I was like, Sean's so rich. He's played the turnip puzzle so much. He's like, who cares about these flowers? I'm not even going to give them the milk anymore. I'm just going to throw them in the trash. Yes, I could sell them for money, but that takes too much of my time. Sean's, I send them to people. Sean's there. Today I learned that you can throw stuff in your trash can and as a bottomless pit. Today I learned that. Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah. And um, Jason, what is your number one goal on your island right now? Just, just keep at the museum. Um, like Sean with the flowers, I'm pretty, pretty on top of it. But I just, I love walking around that museum and especially the fossil room now that it is complete. It's just, yeah, it's really nice. It's a nice little aesthetic there, which, um, yeah, it's good fun. So just get that pesky red coming back. <laughs> yeah that's tough because you're kind of waiting on him it's not like you can go hunt for yeah. things right no that's it cool we'll be sure to let you know when he shows up on our islands yeah please know. do please um, do as for me my number one goal on my island right now is um, I'm trying to sort of change everything into this like treasure island pirate theme what I'm finding is that there are very, very few pirate-themed items. So I've been getting a little creative with it. You know, lots of barrels, um, lots of wood, lots of rope bridges and rope, um, rope fences. Um, and I've just started on the part of land behind my house where there's, I'm laying sand down over the grass and I'm putting palm trees up. And I'm putting um, gold uh, money trees up too. As like that's like buried treasure or whatever. Um, but my boat is done. I'm really happy with it. So I just want to kind of keep that up. Um, get really into the terraforming, and I really want to try to do some kind of puzzle with like a treasure at the end. That would be really cool. So that'll be sort of what I'm digging my time into. Other than finding ways to get bells besides turnips. <laughs> Just really quickly, what would be really good for our island would be the ability to have a cave. I'm hoping that in future updates we get a nice cave slash dungeon type thing because well, that'd be awesome. For I've seen people, thing. I've seen people do like quasi indoor sections outside, and they put up walls. It looks like walls. I I don't know how they do that. I don't know what that is. So I haven't discovered it. It looks like walls. So. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. That is a mystery to me. Anyway, 
hopefully at some point in the near future, all that's done. Y'all can come over and do my puzzle. That'll be fun. Nick, number one priority on your island right now. Five star. Trying to get five star. I'm chasing. I'm chasing the Isabel journey, trying to get five stars. And I, you know, I ended up. I started this game loving that dog. Um, thought Isabel was awesome. And at this point, I just want her to go back to her doghouse and <laughs> give me my godforsaken gold watering can. Um, so, so, it, but really, it is five stars. But it really is like the chase for gold uh, for the gold tools. So, like, I got the gold uh, slingshot. I don't even really know how I did that. So it just floated above me, and I got lucky, and I shot it, and, and it was a DIY recipe for a gold slingshot. And that was, that was beautiful. Do the gold slingshots break? Yes, they do. Mm. Well, the, mm. I'm learning. I, so mine has not. I can tell you it lasts a good long time. Okay. Um, because mine has yet to break. I just know it breaks from uh, from on Twitter, basically. Yeah. Uh, so, so I really just am trying to get all the gold tools and five, five stars is, uh, a five star town is, is the, is the path to get the gold watering can. Bless yeah, you, Jason. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Sean, you need the gold watering can too, if you're going to keep on your flower journey. Yeah. yeah. I might have to just send you the materials. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'm going to get the five star. It's <laughs> not going to happen. It's long gone. I'm at four, and I'm kind of happy where I'm at with that. I'm, you know, she's probably not going to like me laying sand on every square inch of my island, so whatever. Whatever. On to the next community question is from Messmaker. Messmaker, who we like. We like his name, Messmaker. It makes for good puns. Um, his question is, how do you kick residents from your island, and have you done it? Who wants to take this one? How do you kick residents from your island? No? Uh, I, I can jump on. I've, I've got rid of a resident. Yeah, go for it, Jason. Um, so what I did is I had read online that you've just got to completely ignore them. have nothing to do with them, even if they're doing DIY in the house. Just, just ignore them. Because um, I've got Gala, the pig on my island, and I don't know what it is, but from day one, I just wanted villagers, but then after that, the second she came, she annoys me. She doesn't even talk to me, but she annoys me. So, um, yeah, I've been flat out ignoring her, nothing to do with her. Um, and then one day, I had Ursula pop up in the campsite, um, and she was talking away, and there was no pop-up for, stay on my island, come here, come stay. Um, so I just kept talking and talking and talking because she, she played games with me um, for costumes and clothing and stuff. So I, I kept on doing that. And then it popped up. I would love to stay here. So I asked her to stay. She then disappeared, went to the resident services, came back and said, I've been told there's nowhere to stay, that, that the island is full. But there's a rumor that someone would like to leave do you know anything about it? And then it pops up with a box of all your villagers and you just select the one you want to get rid of. And it's as easy as that. Well, easy as that. It's a long process. So basically you bullied, you, you bullied that poor pig into leaving. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, the pig's still there. Someone else went. Oh no. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Um, generally you should have a choice, but I think at this moment in time, I don't know. Gala likes being bullied or something, but she's still here. She she wasn't an option to get rid of, so it had to be Ali the alligator. 
That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if there's anybody on my island I want to get rid of. I mean, everybody is pretty chill. Maybe Ken. Ken the chicken's kind of annoying. And he's always sitting and walking in the wrong places. He, so for a little while, the only way to get off of my boat was this one rock you had to jump on in the water and jump off. I wanted to be like, you know, like you're, you're kind of like jumping onto the boat. You're not like on a dock or whatever. And he was sitting on the other side of the rock. So I couldn't, the only way I could get off my boat was to terraform another path. I was like, you freaking jerk. I put it on Twitter. I put a freaking video of it. Cause I was like, what are you idiots? What are you sit? What are you doing? Sitting down right on my, ugh, the most random spot on my Island. He just decides to sit right there. Dummy. Anyway. Uh, that is a very concise explanation, Jason. Thanks for that. Thanks for coming on no problem. and saving us. Cause I don't think anybody else on this show has done that. I have not kicked out anybody. But to be fair, that is not the that is not the bullying way. I mean, I've seen people with axes and you know, like just <laughs> just hacking at their villagers to try to get them to leave. That, my friend, that my friend I is believe. the bullying way. No, that I even believe. works. That's just that's just some, that's more for the cathartic uh, the catharsis of it, not for kicking them off. I believe in the discord it was Messmaker who was the one that <laughs> with all the, the bloodstain patterns that I gave so he could make a murder scene. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. you did not help the situation at all, Sean. He yeah. was you're all he's all uh, over there with an axe and you're like, here, have some blood, that'll help you. <laughs> he went full Dexter. <laughs> he even like walled him in with with shovel holes so that he couldn't leave. Man, I mean that that's bullying right there, my friends. <laughs> so mean. Okay, our final community question tonight comes from Drew. Just Drew. No fancy name. Sister? What? Is Drew one of the sisters? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> one of the uh, the sisters after dark. The moms after dark. <laughs> what I'm is sure the coolest I'm just I'm just gonna move right on from that. What is the coolest town or thing you've seen someone else make, either online or in the community? Um I haven't seen it firsthand, but I watched Bobby's video on youtube of the five star island um and the person they visited is actually a athletic trainer in real life and she'd made a full outdoor athletic trainer slash office area to kind of fit with her personal life on this island and i thought that was a really good idea that you can bring something from your actual real life into the game and make it interesting i thought that was quite good so that's i'm trying to do something the same working in the power industry I've and working for a company that's all about carbon negative. Um, I've started putting carbon negative style stuff down. So I've got a wind farm, um, solar panels, stuff like that. So that's about as close as I'm getting to it. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool that somebody's actually gone as far as to think about something in real life and brought it in. That is cool. My brother uh, is filling a room with um, musical instruments. He's a musician and a, and a music uh, producer. So he's like trying to build all that out. So I'm helping him out. Every time I have an instrument in town, I'm giving it to him. You should um, show him the Animal Crossing covers Toto's Africa video. <gasps> oh, I that. saw that. <laughs> yeah, I need to show him that. That's awesome. What about you, Nick? Have you seen anything cool online that you want to emulate or just something that you loved? 
Yeah, I, I went on a pretty uh, tangent rabbit hole, down a rabbit hole here with um, this one guy makes Thomas Kincaid scenes out of, so I, I don't know if anybody knows who that is. Um, no, but I he, don't. he, Thomas Kincaid is a painter and makes these really like, uh, like pretty, I don't know what you want to call them, uh, cottage scenes, like, like deep in the forest cottage scenes. There's usually like a stream going through. My grandmother absolutely loves them. So if you search Thomas Kincaid, you'll find them. He's, he's popular. And, um, and he takes those scenes and then he puts them into Animal Crossing and he, and they are mimicked amazingly well. I wish I could do it because they're, they're so cool. And so, uh, so he's been doing that and he has multiple, uh, I wish I would have remembered his handle. That would be nice for him. Right. Um, but he has multiple different shots of these different areas he's done of, of his Island in these scenes. And so I just, I, I think it's amazing what he, what he can do with that stuff. Um, yeah, people are doing some ridiculous stuff. Jason, tell us something um, cool you saw. Yeah, my sister-in-law, she's, it goes back to terraforming again. She's really good at it. Um, and I was on her island and straight towards her back beach where Red visits, she made a really nice path and down the sides, like either side of you, it, she's got the, the three-tier top cliff and going straight down and straight down again is like a two-tiered waterfall, both sides, and it just with a fountain in the middle, and it looks beautiful. And I've I've told her when lockdown's over, she's coming over, using my switch and doing that for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'll charge you bills for it. <laughs> uh, I've already paid two hundred thousand and <laughs> whatever item she wanted. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, it was stunning. I was really impressed with it. I have seen some really cool fountains online too. People get crazy with that. I, I might build something like that, but it, you know, it just kind of depends. Uh, so I today actually saw something that just blew my mind. It was on YouTube and it was somebody who built basically like a horror, like a slasher themed island. And um, yeah, not on your head. Y'all have seen something like that. I mean, this guy, he, he shot his video on his island at night during a thunderstorm. So already you're like in the mood for it. And then um, while you're walking through his island, you can see in the distance all these fires. Like there's a forest fire going on, you know? Uh, bonfires, and, and they're just kind of randomly placed, so it looks really just like weird. And then um, just, just, I mean, he takes the most mundane items in Animal Crossing and just makes them creepy, you know? I mean, there's lots of skeletons and stuff like that around, but, like, there's a doll in a circle, and next to the doll is um, kitchen knife, like the kitchen knives. <laughs> and so you're just kind of like, okay, what's about to happen here? And then um, in the next room, there is a purple pool of water surrounded by um, the... And the uh, anatomy statues with lights behind them. And it's just the creepiest looking thing. And it's just like, how did he, how did you like, first of all, come up with these ways to make me feel super creeped out about something so innocuous, like animal crossing, um, you know, and he even has like two different songs playing somehow, or like sound effects going on from a metronome and just making things real weird when you walk through the Island and, and um, the, all the sounds that you hear, like he just spe- he he invested some time 
into that. So shout out to that guy. Very, very not safe for work, but just a really cool thing to go see. Um, um, if you search for Animal Crossing Horror Island, I'm sure you'll find it. I was going to say, if we could get hold of like a link and we'd maybe drop it in our Twitter. Cause that'd oh, be yeah. I'll, I'll try to find it. That'd be great. Real, real that, quick before, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but real quick before we go on, I'd like to call out um, Simple Monk Mitch. He's uh, he's in our Discord. Um, I went to his island. He uh, was nice enough to let almost my entire family sell their turnips on Friday for an amazing price. But one of the things he showed me, he has a um, he has done taken the hedges and made a really awesome maze. And so just calling out somebody from our community who's, who I think has done something really cool. Mitch has made this maze and it's just like, I mean, it's really good. Like you go some ways, even I was going some ways and I was like, Oh no, can't go that way. And it's big enough to where you can't see the end. Like it, like because of the way it, it roll the, you know, the land rolls, the horizon rolls. You're like, I don't really know where I'm going. And I mean, I would love to know how many, um, how many bushes he had to craft hedges to make that happen. I mean, it's crazy. So good job. That is cool. I need to go check that out. I need to simple monk. Invite me on your Island. We need to make that happen. So let's jump into some segment questions. And Nick, I'm going to have you lead the way on this one. Cause I don't know what most of this is. Great. Well, I will tell you something about this. So the first, the first, our first segment question is the Nookazon, Nookazon, Uh kind of supposed to be like Amazon, but it's like, it's for Animal Crossing. And so it's the, it's the Amazon of Animal Crossing and people go on there and they post an item that they think is, um, uh, probably more rare and they try to sell it for whatever price they want for it. So for instance, Dan, that, uh, that TV camera that you just came to my Island today and cataloged, uh, I was desperate for it because we're doing the studio thing. And I was like, I really want this now. So I went on there and, uh, yesterday now, two days ago, technically I was talking to a guy and he was like, Hey, he was like, I got it. I'll sell it to you right now, 150,000 bells. And I was like, oh, well, I guess, you know, I mean, I'd probably cost a hundred thousand anyways. Right. I mean, it seems pretty rare. I can't find it. Nobody's found it. And so I was going to do it, but I got like busy doing terraforming stuff. And I was like, I don't got time right now. I was like, I'll come tomorrow and do it. So, to, so I was going to go there tomorrow or which it was yesterday. And I, I opened up my son switch to check turnip prices and lo and behold, he has it. And so I was like, oh, I'll just go get it later. So the guy texted, the guy reaches out to me. He's like, do you want this? And I'm like, no, I don't anymore. I got it. And he was all bummed. I go and get it. It's 14,000 bells. <laughs> it's 14,000 <laughs> bells. That's all it costs. He was trying to sell it to me for 150. He's, he's got a thousand. He's got a thousand percent markup on that <laughs> item right there. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but there's, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. You search for it and you'll find it. I mean, you'll find it and some, and there's multiple people selling it and they want different things for it. Some of them want Nook mile tickets. Some of them want just, it's kind of like the turnip, the turnip exchange for, for cataloging items almost. And then Sean's actually the one that, uh, am I missing anything, Sean? Sean's actually the one that, uh, that turned me on to it and told me about it. All I can say is it, it does tell you, um, or usually tells you what the buy price is to get it 
So it should have, when you looked at the listing, it should have told you that it was, you could buy it at 14,000 bells, but sells at this price as well. Some people list what it actually, in if you can find it in the game. So it's like I went to get one of that Kitchen Island. Um, people were trying to sell those for 250,000 bells, and but to actually buy the Kitchen Islands, 170,000 bells which I got from Jason. Thank you very much. No um, worries. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's nookazon.com. So N-O-O-K-A-Z-O-N.com. And it is great if it's something that you're desperate for and you've mm-hmm. made big money on the turnip exchange. Um, and you want to waste your bills that way rather than waiting. But I've yet to use it, so... Yeah, you've this gone, guy wants you've this guy life. wants four million bells for an ocean sunfish model. Yeah, you know, but I mean, look at you know, Jason's talking about. Listen, he's played the turnip exchange, so uh, he's got money. Uh, there's probably it. somebody out there that's offering real red paintings. I bet. The and other thing yeah, that I find, yeah, there is. The other thing that I find very disturbing is I type in pirate here on the uh, Nookazon. And absolutely nothing shows up. So I think I'm going to stop playing Animal Crossing now. Maybe you should have searched that before you found your theme. <laughs> I just, you know, I just, I always like to choose something nobody's doing. And maybe there's a good reason nobody's doing it. <laughs> Blaze the path. Blaze the path. Could, could you not do steampunk pirate? I don't know what that Cause, means. Cause it's, That's well, what I was steam- thinking too. I have no idea. Is this... Um, there's not even a ship's helm i can't do helm or whatever come on animal crossing there's a a steampunk theme and steampunk's quite big over here in um like we've got gothic quite big over here in sky i have i have the goggles already there's a steampunk outfit and goggles but i don't see like i have a I i like made my own pirate outfit you know it's not like fancy or anything but it works but there's not even like pirate furniture. Annoying. Annoyed. Dan's mad. Let's move on. Yeah, so uh so our next uh next topic, uh turn up profit apps. Now a lot of people are like uh turn up apps that help you figure out what your turn up price is going to be. Um one that uh Sean reached out to me or I asked him what do you use and he he got me on to turn up profit. To be fair, I'm probably not the guy to talk about this. I'm using it for the first time this week just because I can see this being super helpful if you're playing in a bubble and it's just you. Um, for me, I have not needed it because it was like, well, if I don't have the price, one of our Discord members has always been there for me um, to be like, you know, hey, I got a great price here. Um, right. But if it's just you and you're sitting there and you're not playing with anybody else and you're looking at a price of 150 bells on a Wednesday, you're like, this app can really seems like help you figure out, is that a good price or do I have a good chance of going up by Friday? What does the app do though? It, 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 it takes your first, the first question you've got to answer is, is it your first time? So if you've bought turnips before and haven't used the app and gone into everything, then obviously you'll tick. No, it's not my first time, but if it's say you, Say you bought the game today, you loaded it up, and the Sunday coming is your first day you can buy turnips. Yes, you are a first-time buyer. Because that 
the questions it asks all affect the algorithm used to work out your prices. Um, and then it asks you about your patterns. So you've got a fluctuating pattern, so you'll stay somewhere around what you bought the turnips so you might go a bit above a bit below but it just basically it's a little bit of a roller coaster up and down you've got small spikes large spikes and then decreasing which is the worst pattern to have because it never goes above what you bought them for so that's kind of like you made a loss big time so is, does that pattern change every week or is it just your it does because last week i had a small spike the week before that i was on a decreasing pattern so this week according to the the algorithm that it gives you based on two figures at the moment for monday um i'm on a lot i've, I've got a 57.1 percent chance of a large spike with a guaranteed minimum for the large spike of 546 bells hmm. so, so we're all of, going to sean's island no no subs. no you need to go to my you need to go to my wife's my wife's got the same large spike at six two one at some point yeah we'll all be going to sean's sean or his wife's island this week for sure so i'm waiting for eight o'clock this morning because that the next the tuesday because obviously it's split up into an a.m price and a p.m price um it's it all based on what you're putting in it gives you a can't really, can't show it because we obviously we're in audio only at the moment but if you well you're looking at the there's a graph at the bottom and it gives you a a prediction on this graph of where it might be. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that at eight o'clock this morning, when my nooks cranny opens up, I'll be able to get the price for this morning. And that should then give me a solid of what my price is going to be on what day. So, cause at the moment it says that I've got today could be five, four, six tomorrow could be five, four, six and so on. Yeah. So um, we were last episode, we were talking about Ninji and his data mining and rumors. And so if you're wondering where did this all come from, um, all these, these small spike, large spike, all the, the data that's behind this that drives it is from his data mining. Um, I, kind of, oh, I, I looked at the I was app. wondering how they knew all that. It's like, yeah, how do you so, know how the game's working behind the scenes? Yeah, so a lot, of, a lot of the stuff that's driving those figures and how they're calculated is by what he has found data mining the app through all the time he's been doing it. Um, so that's, that's how, I mean, that's like a 20,000 feet up, how 20,000 mile up, how it's working. I don't know. Uh, past that no um i can't tell you it, it the when you first start when you first start it it's a little intimidating the turnip profit one because it's like i put in a price and i have all these numbers in this graph and there's like there's like lines going everywhere and i'm like oh, i don't even know what i don't even know is this good is it bad um as you start putting in numbers it starts it seems like it starts honing in on what you got right now i'm 100 percent small spike with 190 bells being the best that i'm going to get this week um, so, you know, that's just sad. I, I, I would, I kind of would have rather just have the excitement of maybe having a good price. And now I just know that I'm not going to for another week. So. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I killed that. There you go. <laughs> I, I didn't know any of that. So now I know. Uh, Jason, you got anything on that? Have you, do you use um, it? Yeah, I do use it. Um, but I was more into the turnip exchange thing for the first few weeks. But after that, that is really, can be really stressful sitting in um, 
a queue for hours and then all of a sudden it's oh I've got to pick my switch up and get onto this island before it gets bum rushed and whatnot um so now i have taken to just using the, the um turnip profit and just using our discord channel um to hopefully get a good price and breaking that even's good enough for me now almost always somebody in our stole it <laughs> well yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Almost always someone in our Discord has a, gets a good price yeah. or they know someone who does. Mm-hmm. It's never always. failed. Never yeah. failed. But I mean, the lowest I ever sold for was like 400 bells. So yeah. turn up. All right. Yeah. I, uh, last time, five stars. I kind of already talked. Or do you have something else? Sorry. No, I'm done. All right. Um, I kind of already talked about this. The journey for five stars for me has been real this week. Like, I mean, I'm buying 10 items from from the nook shopping five items from the nook shopping and five items from the redeem the nook miles to try to get the items needed on my on my island so that i can please isabel and let me tell you man this is there's two things one it's almost i just want the watering can and it's almost a little sad because now i have more stuff on the island than i really want and so it's kind of frustrating it's like i gotta keep I got to keep throwing more stuff on the island. She's like, nope, just a little bit more. Just put a little bit more on the island. And that journey has been real. Like, I mean, I don't know how chuck full this island has to be before I get five stars, but I feel like there's already way too much stuff on this island. And I, quite frankly, once I get it, I'm not certain how, certain how much of it is actually going to stay. So I guess I just kind of wanted to give a little spiel of my, of my five-star journey so far. Uh, hopefully the next time we chat, uh, it'll be over and it'll be successful, but, uh, it, it takes a lot. And, uh, it's a, it's a touch annoying, especially coming from not having a lot of stuff on your, you know, you didn't have anything on your Island in previous animal crossing. It was kind of like this bear. And, and I kind of liked it that way. And now it's just like a little bit more, just some more items on the Island. And so anyways, so that, that was really all I wanted to say about that, that that journey is rough. And it can take a it can take a long time. So if you're in that and you were trying trying to strive for that, uh, don't be frustrated. It, it's not just you. Yeah, I, I'm at four stars as well, and I'm not necessarily like gunning for five. But any advice she gives me seems like, okay, I guess I need less trees in one area, or there's an area of my island that's too hilly, or what? It's just it's very vague, and I don't really understand what to do. So I'm a little bit of a giving up point on that one yeah she, she keeps telling me that i've got too much stuff littering the island but it's i walk around every day pick up all the stones all the leaves all the shells it's like what more can i do are you still doing your turnips in the yes. in the catalog yes that's what she's talking about I will screw up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did your thing. So last screw night, you, I, Isabel. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Last night, I, I spent uh, too much time, as we all know, because Sean calls me out. <laughs> like, good, good morning, Nick. <laughs> hey, it's my morning price. Go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so for anybody who doesn't know, we're five hours apart. So I should be asleep when Sean wakes up, and I'm usually not. Um, and so. Uh, and so I did, I did the hedges. Sean has this really cool thing. We have catalog parties. We do these, these six spots, 10, 10 places to put stuff in each spot. And, 
Sean has like a dedicated space to do it. And I have been taking it down and putting it back up every week. And I thought this is dumb. Takes too much time. I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to do Sean because he's, he's cool. And so I make the little thing just like he did. And he put his turnips in the middle. And so I was like, I'm going to do what Sean does. And I'm going to do that too. And so I did that. And then I woke up and I went to Isabel and Isabel's like, yeah, your island's horrible, man. You got stuff all over. It's ridiculous. And I'm like, wait, what do you mean? No, I don't. And so what are you I, doing? Why are you dumping your trash in the road? I know. And so then I'm like, wait, wait, wait. And then I remembered the turnips. I went and picked them all up. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's great. Still four stars, but, you know, it's a lot better now. So, uh, so yeah, that's your litter. A really cool way to get a, a new reaction. Now, I don't know if it was triggered by this or if it was just coincidence that I was going to get that reaction today. But any fossils that I dig up and don't have, rather than displaying them, I'm just dropping them in that same area. So like whoever comes to the island there, if you go and have a look, see which fossils you don't have um, and then just take it. Don't want anything for it. Again, I could sell them, but I'm kind. I like to give back. Um, I got a reaction today based on that there were bones all over, dinosaur bones all over the ground and it gave one of my villagers a cold feeling. And the reaction I got was like basically a chilled Huh. Wind blowing past your chilled, cold feeling. So I don't know if there's certain things that you do on the island that trigger the different reactions you get from your villagers. So that's something I'm going to try and put to the test on my wife's island. I'm going to get her to do the same, start dumping the fossils that she doesn't need somewhere and seeing if it happens. Because there's quite a I few can, little things. Go on. Sorry. I can tell you that I, have that I got that reaction from a villager, but I didn't do that. Right, they, just, okay. they just gave it to me randomly. Because there's another thing I want to test is battering with the knucklings. Um, she yesterday she went to sell some stuff to them, um, and then changed her mind at the last second, and then changed her mind back again and was like, "Oh no, I'm going to sell them," and they added an extra two thousand bells on top. What? Yeah, no. She says she doesn't. She wasn't feeling great yesterday. She woke up with a really bad headache and was feeling under the weather all day. Um, so I wasn't sure if it was that she had deselected something that she already had selected or added something else to it. So she wasn't sure. And by the time she actually discussed it with me, I was like, did you not try it again? Go try it again. She's like, no, I'm not, my head hurts. I don't want to look at the switch. So, um, so I'm going to test that theory today. Once I've done my chores for the morning, I'm going to select five of the same items, try and sell them, say no, select the same five items and try again. Oh, we've got some experimentation to do, Sean. Yeah. I like it. It's good. We are now going to jump into the section of our show where we talk about rumors and spoilies. So if you want to say stay spoily free, feel free to uh, duck out right here. And um, thanks for listening. And we will catch you on the next one. Goodbye. Hello, person who wants to hear spoilies. Now that they're gone, we can talk the real deal. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? I don't even know what I'm talking about. So, the first thing we're going to talk about is the Dream Suite, possibly coming back to New Horizons, datamined by none other than Ninji. Now, Sean, you didn't get a chance to do the Dream Suite in New Leaf. You kind of ducked out a little early, didn't you? 
Uh, fortunately, this really awesome game called New Horizons came out, so I just thought, mm, I'll play that instead. That's but, too yeah, bad. Um, I have no, no history with this at all, so I'm quite open to uh, listen to what you guys have got to say about yeah. it. Yeah. Nick, do you have a memory of Dream Suite? No. I looked it up so that I know, just in case everybody here okay. was like, what's the Dream Suite? <laughs> Why don't you give us the textbook definition of what Dream Suite is, and then I'll talk about my experience with it. Nice. I love it. Um, so what I, what I read um, is that it, you can, as a player in New Leaf, you could upload your island uh, to, a, to a Nintendo server, which would allow other people, other players, the opportunity to go and kind of experience your island without the ability that they could harm because it's just basically a copy of your island without the ability that they could harm your actual island. So they could go and kind of look and be like, whoa. So like Dan could upload his island and I could go be like, this is how Dan made this awesome pirate ship. And then I could kind of look at that, see what he did, take what I want to take from it, go back to my island. If I want to add some of the stuff or make his pirate ship, then I could do that. Um, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I read. Now you tell me, Dan. Am I right or am I right? Yeah, no, totally, totally. And it was really cool because Nintendo would have events where you could go to an island that somebody at Nintendo designed and it would be like Mario themed or Zelda themed or whatever. Um, and uh, people would on Twitter or whatever post like, hey, I made like, I made, it, uh, it essentially is like you could make and upload your own mystery tour islands, right? but it was all your island um, and they can't like move anything or touch anything. So it's a really safe way of kind of experiencing other people's islands without the threat of somebody screwing stuff up. Um, it was really fun. I did it a lot back in the new leaf days and I, I would like post my island, but I didn't do anything special with it really. You know, um, I made my own paths with the custom designs and all that, but people did some crazy elaborate things and you can go back on YouTube and look at some of the stuff that people designed when there was no terraforming or paths. And it was just like, you had to literally make all this stuff in the, in the, the, the design app and then figure out how it's all going to work and have the right furniture. And like new leaf, it was a lot more difficult to get that stuff done. So um, it would be super cool to be able to, have a safer way of letting people experience my island without inviting them via dodo code and then they can kind of mess with my flowers and screw stuff up and buy stuff from my shop and all that stuff. Um, I'd be super down for that. Or I would also be down, if Nintendo wants to do this, is to let me design my own mystery tours. That would be the ultimate super-duper fun thing that I would like to do. Uh, Jason, do you, ha- you you don't have any experience with Dream Suites, but now that you've heard what it is, does it interest you? Um, I think it sounds a bit too much like terraforming to me, and I'll uh, probably cook it <laughs> up or something. <laughs> but no, it He's sounds good. really good for those. I'd, I'd like to visit and do things like that, but in terms of making my own, I don't think I'd be any good at it. So. Jason's, um, J- you and I are cut from a different cloth. I'm, I'm the kind of guy in Mario Maker who did not play anybody else's levels. I only made levels. <laughs> See, I'm not creative I, at all. I would play them for myself because, no, you know, whatever. I do. Um, no, go ahead. Sorry, Dan. No, I, that's it. I was going to move on. But if you have something else to yeah, say. Yeah, I wanted to jump in real quick and just say that 
he so Ninji did say that he was this is not this is not like the last um podcast where where he said something about the data mining and it was solid solid like it came out literally the next day he he has seen he has seen bits and pieces of code that lead him to believe this, but nothing that's near as solid as kind of what he data mined in the previous, in the previous dump that he gave where all that stuff kind of came out almost immediately after he data mined. So Mm. just wanted to, just wanted to kind of make sure that was out there. Yeah. This feels like more conjecture than, than actual like uh, mining, but um, I'd be happy if it came back. Yeah. I mean, if you're interested, if anybody's interested that's listening, you can search him, obviously, and read it. He goes in deep into the code weeds of how he figured out what he figured out and why he why he came to the the you know the decision he came to that this was going to be a thing. So, the one thing I will say about it is, if Nintendo are going to do themed islands. It'd be really nice if they started doing theme skins because I mean at the moment I'm running around in a Mario hat that I got from the kiosk at the back of the Able Sisters. I downloaded that from somebody, um, but I, I've also got a Zelda costume that I downloaded from somebody. Um, but I'd love to see Nintendo made outfits that you could buy potentially from the Able Sisters or download through their kiosk that they've made. I'm going to hold to my prediction that that will be paid DLC. Unfortunately, that's just my prediction. Tangent. Okay. Tangent. I'm going to say it again. What if it was a, what if it was a 35 year anniversary thing? You know, I mean, we already have this other, this other rumor out there that they're going to drop some, some games to go along with the, with Mario's anniversary. What if that got dropped alongside some of that stuff? I could see them doing something like that. And when you were looking for the Nintendo items, they're nowhere around. What if they did something like that? That would be cool. Um, every, I mean, you know, unfortunately we're living in unprecedented times. Nintendo is just on lockdown right now and they're not, they're not budging on information and they're really just sort of, doing what their plan already was with Animal Crossing right now. They're not doing anything super special that requires a lot of heavy lifting because um, most of their employees are, are not working right now. So I'm excited to see what 2021 looks like in Animal Crossing when Nintendo is back in full swing and we get some cool events and some hopefully some Nintendo-themed stuff. But yeah, as of right now, we're just kind of playing Animal Crossing. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that too. Um, this next one is interesting. So there was an accidental time travel discovery that was made, uh, and and Jason was this was this you or was it Tim who made this discovery? It was me. Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah. So um, in the evenings when I'm playing, I like to go to the airport and travel to someone's island on my friend list if it's possible. And there's this one guy, I can't remember how we became friends on the Switch. I think it might have been through the Wii U. And his island was open, so I jumped over. And um, I like to have a nosy in people's shops and Able Sisters. And I went into his shop. And he's got the upgraded shop. So you've got your, um, your three items, expensive items that disappear or get sold at the back. And to the right, you've got the two items that you can buy that stay there for everyone else to buy. But in his shop... As you walk in, to the left, there's a blue rug on the floor with another item. 
So it leads me to believe that the shop expands somehow. Now, how that happens, I have no idea. Um, all I know was his island was in set in June. So perhaps it's another 30 days and another 250k bells spent or something like that. But yeah, confirmed the shop expands somehow. Hmm. That's really what, cool. What type of item was it, Jason? Uh, it was a fan. Um, I've sent Sean the picture. So if you guys want to use it in any way, shape or form, you can crack on with that. But yeah, he had a, um, a desk fan for sale. So I think it, it was an item that sells out. Um, okay. But yeah, so yeah, I thought it was really cool. Hmm. Yeah, Neat. I mean, I figured there were more upgrades. In New Leaf, there were like four or five upgrades or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but it's just kind of nice to know and kind of get a little bit of a glimpse at what we're looking at in the future. That's kind of cool. Uh, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, no time travel. The accidental time travel discovery that you uh, you were thinking about with Tim was that he accidentally changed the time on his switch. That's right. All his with... turnips went bad, and he was like, "What yeah. happened to my turnips?" We're like, "Did you touch your clock, homie? Because that's a no-no." <laughs> he, yep. he added Nintendo. That was my favorite on Twitter. He's like, "Add Nintendo. Why did this happen?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. mad. <laughs> Poor Tim. Poor, poor Tim. He's a virgin to Animal Crossing, isn't he? Or did he play a past year? Does anybody know? I don't. I don't. No. To be to be fair, he, he wasn't really... He was checking his clock for a vacation to see how it could flip over and then ended up not having Animal Crossing shut down. So. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I was just giving him a hard time. Yeah. I, know, I know he's going to listen to this and just be... be, uh, be beating himself over the head again for the mistake that he made. But... You know, it's just that's the kind of mistake you only make once in life. Mm. Really. Um, man, we are starting to wrap things up here on the old Dad Crossing episode numero six. Um, Jason, do you have anything else you want to throw into this pie that we're baking? Um, I'm going to say one last thing. Obviously, you guys have mentioned before that I was the big tarantula farmer. Um, we've now changed to scorpions. Don't do it. Do not do it. They are hard, very hard. Are they the same price, Jason? Yeah, that they they sell for the same price. Um, but with the tarantulas, like the easy tail was the second they were about to go for you, they jumped up, and that's when you released your net. Um, with scorpions, I have not worked it out yet. But I, I just because I wanted to film me Critopedia, I made a scorpion island. One came along got me another came along got me and i was because i was thinking i wasn't going to do a full full whack of them i just wanted the the, i wanted four of them three for flick and one for um blathers i got one and i got out of there that was it it was it's hard i haven't seen a single scorpion anywhere since this all started and i was seeing tarantulas left and right did they change the 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 um drop rate of those I have read that, yeah, they've, they've decreased the drop rate. And when I was doing, um, the, when I made my Scorpion Island, they weren't popping up anywhere near as quick, which is why I was like, you know, I, I could be here all night trying to even catch four. Um, I, yeah, I did read they dropped the rate. So people like think, me trying to make money. <laughs> I think as well as dropping the rate, they've added um, the giant water bug, the diving beetle and the pond skater. Now they all obviously spawn in the water and not just on flowers. So right, trying right. to do the trying to do the spider farming or the scorpion farming now, 
um, is more difficult because you've got to clear them as well. And because you can't terraform on a mystery island, you, you're kind of having to clear the, catch them, release them to force the spawn rate of the tarantulas and the scorpions up. It doesn't make as much money, um, but I have found, I've had good luck uh, farming atlas moths, the really big moths on trees. I mean, they're only 3,000 bells, but they're way easier. And if you just get rid of everything else like you do for tarantulas, except leave the trees, like just two or three of them, um, I would just, I ran around, I had a, a circle island like there was a pond in the middle and it was there was land all the way around it and i would just run around the island it didn't take any time at all and i had like i had like 25 of those atlas moths already caught um not near as long as it would have taken to catch you know tarantulas or something obviously you're not making as much money but it's quicker and it's still another it's a good way to make seventy-five thousand bells real quick so but another note my son i have not seen scorpions either my son had one that hunted him down like multiple times. He got bit three times and he wasn't even trying to like hunt it. He was just running around his Island. And I mean, I, I saw the one he was running and it came between, it's like a, like a tiger. It just like came between two houses and just was like, and he's got him and he was down. And then he woke up and he's running around again and it came out from behind a tree. And he's like, he, he was he was like, he was like, I'm just going to go talk to Bob in his house. I'm just going to stay in his Bob's house. And so I was like, I was like, no, it's just, just a game, buddy. You can, it's okay. If you get bit by a scorpion. But he was like, he was like freaking out. Oh, poor kid. Man, well, it has been a pleasure to have you guys on the podcast, especially Jason. Man, thanks for coming on and chatting with us and teaching us all how to hunt for uh, or how to not hunt for scorpions. No, thanks for having me, guys. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Nick, hey, send well, us out. Yeah, this is, uh, this is Dad Crossing. We are part of Nintendo Dads, which is a family of podcasts. Uh, you can find new Nintendo Dads content wherever podcasts are found. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach out to us on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Everything is Crossing. We want to give a big thanks to Nintendo Dads for making all this craziness happen. For Dan Caparello, Sean Abbott, Jason, and myself, Nick Metzger, hope your village is sunny and your villagers are happy. See you later, folks. Catch y'all on the flick side.